ADHD affects many of us, and yet it doesn't care our gender, our race, or where we grew up or where we currently live. My guest today, Anna, grew up in India and currently lives in the UK. Her experiences help us to see that culturally, sometimes our growing up experience can also impact our ADHD. Let's listen in. Hi. Hi. Hi, Crystal. How are you? <laughs> Good. Thank you for hopping on. Um, for those that are listening in, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you currently live or where you're from, and kind of your your journey to where you're at with ADHD? Uh, so I am dialing in from the UK. I'm originally from India. And uh, I lived in Dubai before. And uh, I work in marketing. And uh, I have autism as well as ADHD. So it's a uh, really fun combination (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and uh my name is Anna (laughs) yeah so and um so grew up in India um what was that like culturally as far as um were there things that you saw as um things that you look back on that you thought those were kind of early signs for you or um did your parents ever tell you things that they felt like um stuck out to you or was that something that was kind of a, a learning opportunity for everybody involved uh, so there was actually, there are a lot of cultural things at play here because uh, my mom, like when I was born, like I was the first child and I was a girl. So firstly, that was kind of a disappointment, like, you know, uh, that, and even like that time my maternal grandmother was there, she wasn't very happy and she thought my dad would be disappointed, but he was very happy. He was like, okay, this is my child and uh that's what so I think the first disappointment was being a girl and then after a while uh, then I think as I grew up like uh, even as a child I wouldn't listen like my mom was like when you were born you did not drink my milk and uh, I was really (laughs) upset about that and you know you were a disappointment basically and then you know the school time like daydreaming in class not really listening to the teachers so it's like kind of that disappointment building up so when my brother was born, he was a neurotypical. He would always listen to things. So it was like one difficult child and one easy child and without any awareness, then it's kind of you feel that, oh, this child is, you know, just here to, uh, you know, not make me happy, like trouble of my life kind of a thing. So I think uh, growing up, it was more like that. And even when I was kind of in school, like even for teachers, I think when they're managing 40, 50 students, India is a very competitive country, like everybody tries to excel, people try to, because, you know, if you have like college admissions for one seat, they are like thousands of people applying. If you have a job opportunity for one uh, position, they are like thousands of people, like it's highly competitive population size, you can't really help it. it. It is like that. And then if you have a person like who's ADHD, autistic, who is not socializing that much, or who is not that organized when you have, like when you're living in a very, very competitive culture then it is definitely quite challenging and um, for me as well of course my parents also had some cultural notions they wanted me to get into teaching which they felt was a good field for women and whereas I wanted like maybe it was my ADHD I wanted a more dynamic field where I'm Mm -hmm. you know more of a corporate job business job Uh, however I listened to them I did my master's and I 
was also going to go for my PhD. But it was like the lab of work was so exhausting for me. Like I hated it so much. Like in my early 20s, I was like super confused about what I wanted to do. It was like a super confusing stage for me. Then uh, I got into spirituality, yoga, and then did some volunteer work. I think it was like a time of soul searching. And mm-hmm. I finally found, you know, what I wanted to do. Like I got into marketing, like digital marketing. And then I think I've stuck to this field and I've really enjoyed it because it's dynamic. It changes every day, like digital marketing. You have new things coming up, new platforms, new ad technologies. So I am right now in a perfect field. But of course, the journey to get there, like the depression, the you know, suicidal feelings, especially during my teenage years, because it's just so difficult without, you know, the social skills. And when your peers don't understand um, why are you so different (laughs) and your teachers are like, you know, I mean, it's also it was easier sometimes, especially I felt like during my high school days, I was also a quiet person, very quiet person and uh, easy for the teachers to control so if the rowdy kids are not listening sometimes I would see that the teachers would end up bullying me to show that you know this is my power I can also do this to you so it's like it's also like interesting so uh, yeah it's it's just uh, a lot of things because uh, they are not like you know very strong laws in India in terms of now there is awareness is building and people are getting more aware students are getting uh, cleverer and smarter uh, you know <laughs> to uh, kind of identify any kind of uh, you know behavior which isn't correct but at least in my time it wasn't like there wasn't that much awareness and um, recently when my nephew was also diagnosed with ADHD and uh, I was like researching more on ADHD and then I was like yeah the inattentive type is me and my mother now she accepts yes you were a different child and back then there wasn't much awareness and I could have been kinder to you but uh, you know I did not know I didn't know any better so that's well hopefully hopefully that was helpful to hear those kinds of things because not everybody gets that you know the mother or father recognition of like you know what I maybe could have done something differently or I didn't know what I didn't know and so hopefully that was a little bit freeing for you to deal with yeah I mean my mother she has accepted it uh, however, I when I told this to my I may have ADHD and autistic, he was like really not happy about it. He was like, who is telling you these things? It's mm. all incorrect. Like, you know, I want to beat up the person who says such things <laughs> about you. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, there is still resistance from his side. He feels like his daughter is perfect. Like, you know, there's no problem. But right. uh my mother, she accepts and because she had to deal with all the things more, I guess, my yes. dad used to travel more and um, he would be not, he didn't have to deal with so much as my mother had to. So that's um, the yeah. story. <laughs> so present day, let's, let's talk now. So mm-hmm. you clearly have been through a lot and kudos to you for getting to the place where you're at. And it sounds like in your voice that you're in a, a better place and you've been able to deal with a lot of those things. How do you currently, like, what kind of, um, you know, do you receive therapy? Do you, um, do you use medication? Like, how do you currently present day maneuver? Or what resources do you use to maneuver ADHD and autism? Uh, so for me, I think the biggest resource that I have is uh, spirituality. Like I'm part of an organization and yoga. It really mm-hmm. helps yoga and medi- 
adaptation. I do not medicate. I haven't taken medication. It is something that I'm definitely curious about because I've heard people's experiences. It helps them be more organized sometimes because I need to do yoga and meditation daily. And I do not, I'm not a consistent person. So I'm not doing it daily. So I'm not getting those effects like as strong effects as I could if I mm -hmm. do it daily. So I'm thinking maybe I should medicate just so I can meditate daily. So just, you know, to make myself do yoga and meditation, because that's been very, very powerful for me. And uh, so that's really helped. I did take uh, therapy also recently. It helped me clear some doubts about myself. And one of my cousins, she's a psychiatric psychiatrist. We are quite close. And I do talk to her, uh, discuss a lot of things with her. She's also working on developing alternate healing therapies for people uh, on the autistic uh, spectrum disorder and ADHD. It is her son who has ADHD. So she's like working on this more and more like she's not medicating her child. So it is good to also speak to her. I have like postponed getting medication, but it's something that I'm curious about. And I would want to see how it benefits me. However, I, I've also noticed that over a period of time, like I am getting a bit more organized, like slowly, slowly learning <laughs> some hacks and uh -huh. getting there like through self-learning as well. So, well, medication yeah. is such a personal thing, you know, yeah. I mean, everybody has their own beliefs and their own experiences with it or not with it. And as they're going through it, they have their own experiences. And so, you know, it's nice to hear from different people, you know, how they cope with, you know, the things that they have. And, you know, you talked a little bit about your culture and how there was kind of this constant acceleration, constantly trying to, you know, be the best at everything. And so, you know, obviously you found little hacks and I think even TikTok and social media, you know, can help with learning different little things that you're like, wow, I didn't know that that could help. Yeah, absolutely. I have like, I'm really, really enjoying the TikTok community, like ADHD, autism. And it's, it's beautiful to know that, okay, there are others and they are also feeling the same way as I did. And they've also had similar experiences. So it's good to know because when you have uh, this uh, you know when you have ADHD you feel that you're the only one failing at life or you're the only one who can't do the simplest of tasks which is you know so easy for others to do and but when you're part of this community you also realize that you have so many strengths you have so many gifts mm -hmm. and uh, it may be you know that uh, so you kind of have a more balanced yardstick you don't just compare yourself on one element there are so many things there are so many sides to you and there's so much to celebrate about you so that is what I want to focus on the good of course keep working on what I struggle with but like also focus on what's good which is absolutely that's going to be so much healthier for you um, to be able to not just focus on like what I can't do the things that are difficult for me and and yes still addressing them but focusing on what you can do. And there's a lot of, you know, we call them superpowers, but there's a lot of things that we can do as people with ADHD and autism that a neurotypical person can't do. So I think it's exciting to see other people share those things. Absolutely. I completely agree. It's uh, something that I've started feeling recently. Like I read about this person who uh, discovered, like who actually created online ticket 
because e-ticket because he would keep losing his tickets he had adhd he would never have his tickets and having e-ticket it's such a great facility like you're saving the environment you have you can always bring out your phone and show the ticket and it's so convenient so i think adhds can come up with the best solutions to problems and uh, i mean the creative thinking i mean nobody can you know you need that like to move forward for the world to move forward so i think the gifts of ADHDs need to be realized more. For sure. Well, I, I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. It's it's definitely one that I think a lot of us can relate to and just feel isolated and feeling like no one else knows what we're going through and now coming to this new realization that there's a lot of people that know what we're you know going through and have experienced as a child. What's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody um, who's kind of maybe later diagnosed or starting to connect the dots and um, realizing that maybe something is going on that's different inside of them? Uh, so I think it's just be, uh, re- do your research because even with ADHDs, we are, you know, there are many different kinds and uh, you have to understand the kind of ADHD you have. And at the end of the day, focus on what's good instead of, you know, just the things that, you know, if you're always telling yourself, oh, I'm reaching late to this event or I'd rather not go, you would miss out on your entire life just thinking about, you know, you're not doing the basic things that others are doing. I mean, I think even if you're maybe not uh, meeting all the goals that you have set for yourself, even if you feel that you are not in comparison to others lagging behind, just keep going forward. Do what you want to do. Never stop yourself because you feel that you have ADHD just or you have any kind of, you know, you have autism or any other uh, disability. If you feel that, that should not be uh, stopping you from reaching your goals and dreams. You deserve the best and you should go for it and keep going. Basically, persistence. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And I think, you know, you, you hit it right on the head, being persistent and having grace at the same time. I definitely want to thank you. I mean, you are a gift. You're a gift to me. Your story is a gift to me. It will be to other people who listen. So regardless of, you know, your journey and the things you've been through, you have to know that you are a positive light and you leading and sharing your story is going to help somebody else who's maybe in a place that they are struggling. So I, I want to thank you very much today for coming on. Thank you so much for having me on and helping me share my story. It's like sometimes listening to your own story inspires you. So I think that is kind of what's happening as well here. And of course, uh, it's so good to be part of this community. And uh, I'm really happy to be here. And thanks for inviting me. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> the takeaway that I received from Anna today was that even though we culturally experience different ways of growing up, We can use those things to not hold us back, but help us to push forward, to fail forward. Culturally, she had expectations that were set for her at a very young age. And yet you can hear in her voice, those are the same things that help her to drive through all of her obstacles with ADHD and autism present day. I'm really thankful that this experience has allowed me to connect with different people, not only in the United States, but in other countries as well. And I appreciate people like Anna who are vulnerable and open up and share their stories. Because once we come together, we become stronger.